Hello, and welcome to the Dear DIY Mommy podcast. This is the show for DIY and decor lovers, all about budget-friendly home decorating, home improvement, and crafting ideas. My name is Christina Dennis, aka the DIY Mommy, and I'm a DIY and decor expert here to answer all of your questions. On this episode, have you ever found yourself comparing your life to the lives of people that you see online? I'm going to talk about that today and how we can combat that today on Dear DIY Mommy. Today's episode is a little bit different. I'm not talking specifically about DIY or decorating, but I am talking about something that I believe affects a lot of us DIYers, a lot of us decorators, and that is comparison, the comparison trap. I think probably most of us, if not all of us, can quickly fall into this trap of comparing our lives, our homes, our bodies, our families, our clothing, our possessions, our lifestyle with the lives of people that we see online. Whether it's people we see on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, other blogs, all of that, we're bombarded by all of these perfectly styled photos, perfect looking families online. I feel like what this does when we compare ourselves continually is we feel inadequate. We feel like we need more stuff. We see all these beautifully, perfectly styled homes and we feel like we need to spend more money. And then, you know, we can go broke. We can rack up all of this debt. We can feel depressed. We can feel lonely. And I think those are feelings that, especially right now with all of the other things we're experiencing uh, locally, internationally, there's just so much bombarding our brain right now and then add in this comparison trap and it's just all so much i think it can cause depression anxiety and we definitely don't need that right now the other day i shared a tiktok and i shared this on facebook reels and instagram reels as well showing photos of my entry hallway as it normally appears on the internet and then i shared a video of how it can look during a busy week. So pretty much how it looks for most of the time. It really resonated with a lot of people. I think it got like 5,000 likes on Instagram and a thousand more on the other channels. I'm going to play the audio from this TikTok because it's so fantastic. This is a little song that Ben Rector on TikTok shared. I will link to this in the show notes of today's episode at the DIYmommy.com slash podcast. I don't know who needs to hear this, but The internet isn't real People are desperate to see real life. They're desperate to see that there is a real person behind all of these perfectly styled photos. Um, You know, this perfectly make-uped face. 95% of the time... I know my home is a little bit messy. I don't wear makeup usually. I don't wear beautiful clothing usually, especially over the past couple years. I'm often in 
pajamas, sweatpants, DIY overalls, and that is my real life. I feel like now more than ever, we need to remember that the perfection we see on Instagram and YouTube and blogs isn't necessarily always real life. When I share DIY and home decor inspiration photos online, my photos usually look quite staged and tidy and clean. One of the ways that I express my creativity is to style rooms. So I'll go into my bedroom, for example, I will clean it up. It takes me a really long time because I do a nice deep clean of the room. So it's nice for the blog, but it's also nice for us personally because it gives me motivation to actually deep clean these spaces. And then I spend the time to style it. So I'll add maybe some layers of bedding and a nice plant. Um, and then I will take my camera. I'll maybe even add some lighting into the space. I've spent years and years learning how to use my camera to make rooms look maybe bigger than they are, to make rooms look their best with the right lighting techniques and the right uh, settings on my camera. So this usually takes a day to get a room perfectly staged, styled and ready to go, snap the photo, then I edit the photos in Photoshop again to get that best light. If there's like, for example, a cord that's out of place from a lamp, I'll Photoshop that out and then I will size everything and upload it to my blog. Same kind of for videos. I don't edit them quite as much because I, well, I honestly don't know how, <laughs> but um, I do edit them a little bit for color, correction and you know edit out some of the things that I'm saying if I'm saying too many ums or saying something that doesn't really make sense with the video I edit that out and then I upload it so there's always this really big process of cleaning styling and editing that goes into all these photos why do I do this why do I take the time to make all of these perfectly styled photos it's part of my creative process I love to make a beautiful space and that's that's kind of the basics of it I've always loved art. I took graphic design school. I always loved making things look pretty. I love to present these beautiful photos and share them online. And they are the ones that get shared the most because they're inspiring. And I feel like creating a beautiful room and taking these photos that take so much time and love to make these photos is a really fun part of my job. But most of the time, those rooms actually in real life look maybe a little bit more cluttered, a little bit more dirty than they do on the photos online. And why is that? That's because both me and my husband work full time uh, on this blog and this YouTube channel. We do other projects too in other people's homes. I have three kids. They're very busy. They go to school. They have extracurriculars. So what we do as a family is generally we, you know, we do an after supper tidy, but we don't tidy the whole house until Saturday morning. And for our family that's worked, I know every family has a different way that they like to keep their house clean and tidy, but for our family, we do just a very basic after supper kitchen clean. And then on Saturdays, we do this big whole house clean together as a family. Honestly, it is often not fun. There's often one kid crying because they don't want to do it. Or, you know, we've asked them to redo cleaning of the bathroom because it's not right and people get upset. But after a couple hours, we're all done. It is so easy to forget that most photos shared online are part of a highlight reel. Rarely do people, including me, show photos of their messy homes. Every now and then I do try to share a photo of my messy home, especially in my Instagram stories, Facebook stories. But often it's a styled photo because people want that styled inspiration for their home as they redecorate. So the big question here is how do we stop comparing ourselves to people on the internet? People are sharing these beautiful styled photos. 
We see them every single day. We're opening up these apps every single day. Comparison is a normal human instinct, and I believe that we have to work actively every single day to stop letting it steal our joy. Psychologically speaking, the social comparison theory, so this is a theory first proposed by psychologist Leon Festingay. I'll leave a link to this psychological theory on the show notes for today's episode. So after you listen to this episode, check out the DIYmommy.com slash podcast, where I'm going to link all of this information. So this social comparison theory can explain why we have such a strong tendency to compare ourselves to other people. This process involves people coming to know themselves by evaluating their own attitudes, abilities, and traits in comparison with other people. It's just a normal way that we evaluate how we're doing in life. So you combine this tendency with all of the information that we have readily available at our fingertips every single day on our phones, on the internet, and it is so easy to fall into this trap of comparison. So knowing that it's a natural urge that we face every single day online, hello, gorgeous Instagram photos, here are some steps we can take to stop comparing. Number one, remind yourself that most photos are staged. So I talked about this earlier in length, but as a blogger of over 12 years, I know for a fact that most photos, probably 95% of photos you see online are staged. Like we talked about, tons of work goes into styling, cleaning, photographing the space or a person to share this inspiration photo online on Pinterest, Instagram, etc. So just simply reminding yourself of this fact as you browse through Instagram is extremely helpful. I believe it's okay to appreciate the beauty of a photo and how much hard work and creativity has gone into it, but just remind yourself that it's probably carefully cleaned and staged. And there's also filters that can be used on photos to make them look better. And there's filters that can be used on videos to make those videos look better. So not only can those videos make a room look better, but there's some wild filters that can make people's faces look completely different than they are in real life. So just remember that as you're scrolling through Instagram. The second way to stop comparing is to set limits on social media consumption. Even though Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok are ways that we can find entertainment and communicate with friends, especially over these past couple years where we've been home so much, we can't see as many people in real life as we used to. And we're also making a living off of social media like I am. Spending too much time on social can make us feel less than, can make us feel like we are somehow less than all of these other quote unquote successful people we're seeing online. Limiting the time we spend on these apps can help us truly appreciate our real life and stop the constant barrage of perfect photos from floating through our brains. I'm not going to lie. I'm continually working on this one every single day. This is a huge struggle for me as someone who makes their income on the internet, online, through pretty photos. I have to make a very consistent effort and I have to tell myself pretty much out loud, put the phone down. You know, that's enough for today. I have to set a schedule for myself to put the phone away. It's it's honestly really hard for me. And I can tell when I've spent too much time on on Instagram, even if it's for work, I can start to feel those feelings of of depression, anxiety as I'm just consuming too much and not creating. So my personal goal is to take Sunday completely off of social media. 
uh, and I'm trying to take most of Fridays off as well. It kind of depends on like how well I do with my work deadlines over the week. The second way to stop comparing is to write down what you're grateful for every single day. There's something so powerful about simply writing down what you're grateful for. So not just thinking it, but actually physically writing it down, whether it's in a notes app on your phone, whether it's in a little journal, it can be as simple as being grateful for the roof over your head, the food that you're eating. It can be that you're grateful for your dog, for your kids, for the fact that you even have a phone to access Instagram. I had the worst year of my life in 2014. Thinking about it is actually even painful. It, it brings tears to my eyes. There were some months that year where we couldn't even pay our mortgage. We had to defer it. Thankfully, our mortgage company was fantastic. We were experiencing a lot of financial issues. We were experiencing some issues, really intense issues with our extended family. And our marriage was going through a really tough time. Yeah, it was the worst year of my life. I had just had a new baby too. I had a new baby and she was the most difficult baby of our three. Our last one was just very, very challenging. She hardly slept. One thing that carried me through that year was documenting one moment each day that brought me joy. And I actually would share this moment on social media. And it was simple stuff. It was something as simple as pushing my daughter on the swing outside in the sunshine. And that was a moment I was grateful for. And writing that down, physically writing that down for me, really helped carry me through that year. The next way that you can stop comparing yourself to other people on the internet is instead of comparing yourself with other people, compare yourself with yourself. So here's what I mean. As a content creator, I often find myself slipping into that trap of comparison constantly. I compare myself with other creators that are also making a living doing this online. Uh, I think it's good to sort of see what's trending and kind of you know, make your own completely unique spin off of what's trending. But when you start to, as a content creator, when you start to um, continually watch other creators and wonder, why am I not as good as them? Why are they growing so quickly? Why are they so much more successful? That can be really dangerous. It's a waste of time. Instead of, you know, coming up with your own unique creations and being content with where you're at in your journey, you're spending all your time getting frustrated about other people. So what really helps me is reminding myself that who I should be comparing myself to is my former self. Am I getting more skilled each day as I practice decorating, designing, photography, videography, writing, etc.? Am I a more compassionate person? Am I kinder? Am I more empathetic? Am I more loving than the me of five years ago? That's really who I should be comparing myself to. I think we're all on a journey of growth and change. There's no such thing as perfection, but I think there certainly is such a thing as growth. And I feel like it's fun to look back and see how far you've come. Now it's time for this week's challenge. Do you find yourself comparing your life to the lives of people online? 100% I do. It's something I am continually working on. So which of the methods that we chatted about do you wanna to implement to help yourself feel more content and stop comparing? 
So we talked about reminding yourself that the photos are staged, setting limits on social media consumption, writing down what you're grateful for each and every day, and finally comparing yourself with your former self. Let me know in the comments of today's show notes at the DIYmommy.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little bit different, but I hope it was enjoyable. And I hope you are encouraged to really enjoy your real life, to be content with where you're at, and to continue growing and changing and enjoying that journey. Thanks again for listening and happy DIYing.